Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. friends and welcome back to the dream bigger podcast so if you've been following me on instagram you'll know that i'm currently in italy enjoying the last few days of warm weather before heading back to toronto before leaving for my trip however i had a little chat with today's guest who was one of my favorite people to chat with I actually had her on the show back in November and decided to have her back for part two because we had some unfinished business. Steph G is one of the founders of G Beauty, a luxury beauty destination with locations in Toronto and Miami. It's sort of an all-in-one beauty destination which sells different brands, their own in-house brand, and offers services like facials and threading. If you guys are in Toronto or Miami, make sure you check them out, and while you're there, go pick up the G Beauty Prime Skin, which is a tinted primer that'll give your skin this insane dewy glow. Steph's been involved in the business since age 17 and is a total expert. She's full of beauty tips and secrets, which we get into today. Since we covered the basics during my last chat with her, we get into really specific stuff today. You guys are going to love her, and if you haven't yet, make sure you go back and listen to part one. I think it was episode four. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to remind you to please, please leave the show a review if you enjoy it. It takes 30 seconds and really helps the show grow. As a thank you, I'm sending a beauty goodie bag to everyone who subscribes and leaves a review. Just send me a screenshot to sifa.h91 at gmail.com and check the mail in a few weeks. And now, let's welcome Steph G to the Dream Bigger podcast. Okay, Steph, so go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone who didn't hear our last conversation. Firstly, thank you for having me. Oh um, my gosh, I am- <laughs> you have so much fun. <laughs> I am Stephanie G of G Beauty. I'm one of the four partners, and G Beauty is a multi-generational beauty brand focusing on giving you the most gorgeous lifestyle, makeup, and result-driven skincare, beauty tips, and I'm so excited to be here today. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed g beauty your whole scene <laughs> thank you um so since we went over the basics last time i wanted to get super specific this time and like ask you a lot of like product related skincare stuff yes. so first things first because i know that this is something that so many people deal with what do you recommend for acne prone skin so here's the thing about acne is what we've been trained in the past is to exfoliate 
in a sense, dehydrate the skin and sort of get rid of all the excess oil. The problem with that and products that overly, overly exfoliate the skin is that when we are stripped of our natural oil, our skin actually freaks out because naturally we're supposed to have some moisture. Mm-hmm. So when we overly strip our natural oils, the skin panics and will actually produce more oil. So the key with breakouts is actually to be more so, balanced mm-hmm. than it is to be extreme either way. So I personally used to like, I would dry on my skin like crazy. I used to use proactive and before G beauty was created, I used to go to traditional spas and it was fine, but it was all about dehydrating the skin. Mm-hmm. And now with all the education I have, it's really about finding that balance. So you want to find a lot of water-based oil-free products. So hyaluronic acid is an ama- amazing ingredient for breakouts because it will actually hydrate the skin without clogging the pore. You want to use gentler acids like lactic acid, mm. salicylic, which will basically help to shrink up the pores and pull out the bacteria instead of dehydrating the whole complexion. Right. Um, you do want to use a little bit of moisturizer just again to balance the skin, something oil-free, mm-hmm. very light, nothing overcomplicated. Um, and I love recommending clay as an ingredient because clay is not an acid, but it will really shrink up the pores. It works on skin texture. It works on blackheads, blemishes. I recommend clay masks as a spot treatment. Um, And yeah, essentially less is more when it comes to breakouts. Depending on how intense and what's happening, I always say to take a look at what's happening in the inside. Absolutely. New medications, changing supplements, dietary, digestive challenges, all of that makes an impact, especially when it comes to breakouts because of oil production. So it's always best to take a look inward and then outwardly the products as well as light-based therapy treatments. I actually learned recently that extractions are not as effective as we think. Sometimes extractions can actually wear and tear the pore and open them larger. Mm. So the goal is actually to shrink up the pores with light therapy treatments like blue light. I'm not sure if you've ever tried it, but blue light for breakouts, red lights for anti-aging and those lights will go deeper than any type of physical extraction or microdermabrasion could go. So interesting. Do you have any favorite products for like, you know, like hyaluronic acid, like the ones that you mentioned, like clay and Mm -hmm. all these kinds of things? Yeah. So I am a very, I love medical grade brands. I love doctor brands. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of the SkinCeuticals Clarifying Clay Mask. It's almost like a classic clay. It's nice and thick. You leave it on for 20 minutes. I use that often as a spot treatment. I try to do that mask twice or three times a week. In terms of a gentle acid, I love the Dr. Gross peel pads, which I'm sure you've so used and loved. Good. Because those are double acid plus the neutralizer. Mm-hmm. So you're getting that acid to activate the cell turnover, the detoxing, but then you get the neutralizer to calm the skin so that the skin is maintained. Mm-hmm. Um, I love hyaluronic acid. My ultimate favorite is the Dr. Barbister. It's definitely on a higher price point, but it's because it's medical and it's 7% hyaluronic acid, which it's is so the most good. concentrated in yeah. the world. Um, and second to that would be the SkinCeuticals HA Intensifier, which is a 5% hyaluronic acid, um, definitely a more manageable price point, but it's equally as hydrating and beneficial to the pore, to the breakout. And then you also want to be mindful with breakouts and acne in general is pigmentation. Mm. So a lot of people come to me with old pigmentation, like old uh, blemish scarring, and a lot of people find that the moment they go in the sun, their breakouts become darker or that pigmentation worsens. So you really want to be mindful to be wearing vitamin C. So that's a whole other conversation we talked about last time too. Mm-hmm. Um, but no matter what the skin concern, you want to wear vitamin C in the morning to protect the skin from obviously the sun, pollution, heat can cause pigmentation, it can increase scarring, um, and it will also help to lift the old pigmentation. So anybody that's aware of their skin tone, that's my priority. 
So uh, vitamin C, you mentioned last time that SkinCeuticals was a favorite of yours, and they have two vitamin C, right? They actually have three. Okay. So they have Serum 10, which is a 10% vitamin C, and then they have the Floritin and the CE Frulic, which are the more popular two, Mm -hmm. which are 15%. So your skin can absorb at max 15%. So when somebody sells you a 30%, it's actually not doing anything more. I recommend Serum 10 for someone that's super sensitive, rosaceous skin type, or very introductory to skincare. Sometimes mm-hmm. the 15 can be a lot for them. Um, but for anyone who's using skincare and their skin can handle it, the 15% is the optimal. Um, so if you're on the oily side, like me, you want the Floritin. And if you're on the dry side, you want the CE Ferulic. And you can always remember that the vitamin E and CE Ferulic is the hydrator. Got it. Um, good to know. And like, guys, if you want more details on vitamin C, listen to the last episode with Steph because mm-hmm. she like really did a deep dive into vitamin C. I still. Could talk about it. Honestly, still one of my favorite episodes because, like, that vitamin C segment, I was like, this is literally everyone's, like, education into vitamin C. Well, it's skin health, right? And I think sometimes in the beauty industry, we get so caught up in what's new and exciting and packaging and, you know, branding, but we also really want to remember that the skin is an organ. So Mm. it really does matter the quality of things you're putting on your skin and what you put on your skin. And it's like eating, you know, you really... If you're wanting to work on the inside, you want to eat foods that have tons of nutrients, you know, instead of eating things that are light on nutrients. So it's the same with skincare, and that's what vitamin C is. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just such a non-negotiable. Exactly. So hyaluronic acid, um, we both love. Yes. uh, And it's so, so good. I feel like, again, another non-negotiable. Yes. So I quickly wanted to touch on, say, for example, um, a hyaluronic acid from The Ordinary, for Mm -hmm. example, compared to that of Dr. Barbara's germ. Like, why is there such a Big price difference for sure so the best analogy that I can use and people really seem to resonate resonates with people is you can have salad mm-hmm. you can have a kale salad or you can have an iceberg lettuce salad they are technically both salad but one is 99.9% more nutrient dense than the other one right so iceberg is all water kale is all vitamins mm-hmm. so with hyaluronic acid with vitamin C with any type of lactic acid every type of skincare ingredient It's all about the refinement of that ingredient. So basically when you're going for a higher price point, essentially what you're paying for is a more, a better quality refined version of that ingredient. So it's going to go deeper into the skin. It's going to have a higher concentration. It's going to essentially work faster and give you more longevity with that product. And it's going to be a cleaner formulation. So it does depend on obviously with Barbara Sturm, it comes from Germany. So of course, all of that getting it into Canada is going to make it more expensive. Mm -hmm. But she has, I mean, there was a team of Harvard doctors working on that formulation. It's a 7%, which is the highest concentration. Plus it has these two incredible antioxidants called purslane and skullcap that are basically nature's magic that reverse the age of the skin cell versus something like the ordinary, which is probably a more generic hyaluronic acid that has hardly been refined. So that's basically the the understanding of it. However, I don't think you have to ball out with everything skincare. I think there's certain things, Absolutely. you know, like cleansers and moisturizers. There are great ones that are not a crazy price point. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to things like I like I'm saying are almost like medicine for the skin. You really do want to research and have quality over quantity. Um, I also think sometimes the challenge with people that use products like the ordinary they already have semi-good skin. Mm -hmm. So when they put something on and the skin looks even better, that's a bonus, but I'm really looking at somebody who has a challenge or a condition in the skin or let's say is on, you know, the anti-aging path or wants to reverse aging in the skin. That's where I'm going to introduce something like Barbara Sturm. 
Um, so that's really the philosophy there. I'm never going to go against, you know, if somebody's obsessed with their ordinary mm-hmm. hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid, I'm all for it. But after a while, your skin gets used to something, and when you want to take it to the next level, that's when you want to explore and do your research and really look at the ingredient. It's like food in that you want to eat things that are most natural from the earth. Yeah. The more ingredients on the label, the more you're like, okay, what's really going in my body? Same thing. Such a good point, mm-hmm. and I, I totally agree. I think, like, serums, you should be particular, like, do your research, and because that's the thing that penetrates the deepest, I was gonna say, right? Exa- you're exactly right. Serums go so much deeper than anything else. That's why they're worth the investment, mm-hmm. and that's why you want to make sure you're using the right ones for you because they're going, like you said, you know, into the organ of the skin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So since we're already on the topic, um, I wanted to talk about how you layer serums. Yes. So say if you want to use two to three different kinds of serums, how do you go about doing it? And also, can you combine different kinds of acids? Yes. So when it comes to layering, the mentality is always to think thinnest to thickest. Mm-hmm. So you always want to put serums on first, then moisturizer, then SPF. Mm-hmm. When it comes to layering different serums, I always tell people that you want to put the first serum on the skin. That's what you want to focus on correcting the most. So mm-hmm. if it's pigmentation, if it's breakouts, you want to put the acid or the vitamin C on first, then layer with hydration, then layer, let's say, with a glow, incre- uh, glow enhancing serum, then moisturizer. When it comes to mixing acids, the only acid I say that must go on alone is vitamin C, or if you're using and or pure retinol, Um, but vitamin C has to go on alone. It has to be applied on the skin and absorbed on the skin. I'm totally cool with people mixing a glow enhancing serum with hyaluronic acid. Sometimes people mix a bit of lactic acid with hyaluronic. Those you can play around with, but vitamin C and pure retinol, those go on first alone. Um, When it comes to layering acids or mixing acids, I generally would recommend a product that's already been blended. Mm-hmm. So SkinCeuticals makes something called Blemish and Age Defense, which mm-hmm. is a mix of salicylic and glycolic already done for you. The Dr. Gross peel pads, those have salicylic glycolic mixed together already mm-hmm. for you. Um, hyaluronic, generally you want to keep it to just a hyaluronic serum, but Dr. Sabah makes a collagen and hyaluronic acid serum already done for you. Um, but when it comes to obviously we have no time in the morning and things are rushed, put everything in your hand and get it on your face. But everything, um, anything that you want to put on alone is vitamin C first, and then the rest is a go. So you can put on, for example, vitamin C, and then you can do your hyaluronic acid. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to get into hyperpigmentation. Yes. So vitamin C, do you recommend or do you recommend others on top of that? Yes. So I just want to touch on that hyperpigmentation comes from a lot of different places. Right. I'm sure your followers have told you different ways that it's happening. Yes. So sun, sun, exactly. It even can come out when people do an excessive amount of hot yoga because heat can also produce more pigmentation. Wow. Mm -hmm. So So anybody that's noticing it, I always ask if they're doing more hot yoga than usual because that will create, um, it basically it's an aggressor in the skin and it will intensify the pigmentation. So when it comes to hyperpigmentation, first and foremost, vitamin C. That is going to work on the hyperpigmentation and also prevent. Mm. Next is niacinamide. That's a different type of acid that's not exfoliating. It works on um, melanin production. So niacinamide not only works on pigmentation, but it also helps you prevent future pigmentation. So when somebody's struggling with discoloration, I get them to use a niacinamide serum twice a day. The more you use it, the better. Mm. Sunscreen is a must. 
And then when it does come to acids, glycolic is really the brightening acid that you could use at night. Mm-hmm. It really does depend on the cause of the hyperpigmentation. Sometimes it's a form of melasma, which women get when they're pregnant. Um, sometimes it is dietary related. It could be because of certain medications that make you light sensitive. So you definitely want to consult a skin expert before getting into the games of acids with pigmentation. But your first priorities are vitamin C, niacinamide, and sunscreen. So niacinamide, what are some of your favorites? I love, the best that I've ever seen is the SkinCeuticals Discoloration Defense. Um, That to me is the most optimal, and I've actually seen the results with my own eyes. That would probably be the only thing I would suggest. It's around $100. It is worth every penny. Mm. Really good also for people that like you who travel and probably are not sitting in the sun, but you're probably going from hot to cold to the plain, working out, all that stimulation can also bring up pigmentation. So taking the niacinamide when you travel with you is genius um, and using it as much as possible. So smart. Mm -hmm. And sunscreens, do you have any favorites? I do. I'm so oily, so I like sunscreens that are super thin. SkinCeuticals makes an SPF 50 that's like water. We retail the Elta MD, which people are obsessed with because it's a little bit more hydrating and it has tint. Um, And I just finished, but Goldfaden used to make this incredible spray sunscreen called Sun Visor. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. they don't make it anymore, but I love light mists of sunscreen. So we have another one by Image, which is a great um, SPF brand. They make a spray as well. But really with SPF, you... How we describe it at GBD is that your vitamin C is like your underwear and your SPF is like your umbrella. They're both forms of protection, just two totally different types. So if you're buying a vitamin C, you still need to buy a sunscreen and vice versa. Love it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to get into wrinkles because you have the most glowy, gorgeous skin and honestly, not one wrinkle (laughs) in sight. It's Unbelievable. So um, what are some really preventative tips or like steps that people can take to, you know, prevent any like premature aging? So the shocking truth is that we stop producing collagen after 21. What? So (laughs) anybody that's thinking about their skin or is new into the skincare game, your goal after the age of 21 is to maintain, maintain, maintain. So first and foremost, we have to talk about the inside. So Paying attention to what you put inside your body is a huge proponent to how your skin looks. Absolutely. So you want to focus on high alkalinity, so tons of plants, vegetables, fruit, trying to avoid as much dairy and refined sugar as possible because what those things do is they pull from your natural collagen so you essentially age faster. Obviously, we're all human, but it's very important to be mindful of those food choices for the sake of your skin too. Drinking tons of water with lemon, the lemon will create the alkalinity and will also help you absorb the water for the right reasons. Um, I do believe in supplements for the skin. I don't believe in uh, drinking collagen for the skin because it's too large a protein to come back into the skin, but I do believe in um, alkalizing supplements like the Super Elixir or um, the Herbalor by Catalyst Gold. In terms of topically, vitamin C is basically the most preventative serum you can use because it's dual action. It's Mm -hmm. correcting sun damage and preventing sun damage, which basically is the optimal vision of youth. Hyaluronic acid instantly absorbs, fills the fine lines, gives you a lot of juiciness back in the skin, and then a a, a normal amount of exfoliation. Every single night, our skin cells turn over. When you exfoliate, it basically helps speed up the process. When you bring this new beautiful skin to the surface, you have to wear vitamin C to protect it. So I guess in a more simpler term, it's investing in the right skincare products. It's looking into 
facials that are manageable for you. So the type of treatments we offer are very time sensitive because we get it. Everybody's busy. Mm -hmm. What we do recognize is that once we have you in the treatment room, we're going to do as much as we can and customize a treatment for your best skin. And I always tell people to think about it like working out and eating well. Both go hand in hand. So it's important to invest in the right skincare. It's also equally important to come in for treatments. And keep up with it. You know, it, it, it's a lot for some people, but it doesn't have to be a lot. It can start with three things. It could start with one thing. But once you start to see the benefits of it, it's encouraging to keep going. So how often do you recommend someone comes in for a facial and for anti-aging needs? What mm -hmm. kind of facial do you recommend? So... For anyone that's not having or has never had a facial, I always say to start with once a season mm -hmm. because just like the seasons change and you change your clothes according to your skin changes, we need to exfoliate and start fresh. If you're looking to achieve a goal, like for me, I'm always struggling with oil and congested pores, I have a facial once a month. Mm -hmm. The more we can get our hands on you, obviously, the better we can mm -hmm. condition the skin. What I've also learned is that through facials, you can recondition your skin type. Just because you're sensitive now doesn't mean you have to always be sensitive forever. Interesting. You can work on training the skin just like you can train the muscles in your body to adapt and to change. Mm. If you're looking for a more anti-aging treatment, we do a really incredible customized treatment called the Medi Multi Express. Basically what it entails is a really deep double cleanse, microdermabrasion, which is basically the more modern microdermabrasions lift the dead skin like a vacuum. So even if you're sensitive, you still accumulate dead skin. Once we've re-polished the skin, we then do a concentrated mask or peel, depending on the concern, and then we blast the skin with tons of hydration. So we do this incredible oxygen treatment that replenishes all the vitamins and nutrients that you lose from obviously living in the climate that we do, travel, sweat, stress, lack of sleep, all of that. So in the end, you've exfoliated, you've concentrated, uh, you've treated something with a concentrated mask or a peel, and then you're hydrating for a long-lasting glow. Um, that's what I recommend. And then obviously, depending on the concern, we can talk more seriously on light therapy treatments like IPL or skin tightening or microneedling or hydrofacials. Microneedling's become super popular. Explain what it is for people sure. who don't know. Microneedling is a treatment that basically, uh, gently punctures the skin with micro, very small needles. And what that does is it basically forces your skin to have to renew itself and heal itself. So you're producing new juicy collagen. So it's really good for anybody with pores, like who struggle with pores, pigmentation, want to work on stimulating collagen for anti-aging, um, really good for around the eye area to thicken up that skin. And it's become really popular because the results are incredible. Yeah. It does require about a day or two of downtime. I've seen, for me, the most amazing results because anytime that you damage your own skin, it has to heal to repair itself. So you bring this new skin. What's most important is that you maintain that with the right skincare. Because if you're investing in these high-tech treatments and not protecting them, we always say it's like driving a car with no car insurance. You also got to do your homework, right? Like yes. that is what it you, is. Yes. Like it's not like you yeah. go to school and like you're, you're fine, right? Like you actually have to do like your own like your own share as well. So like exactly. I think it's so important to kind of put in the work to have that healthy skin because you're just going to thank yourself later, right? Well, so. you wear your skin every day. Absolutely. You know? And I think even like you, 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 it's good to be curious and it's also good to go right to the expert. You know, I had somebody sit in my chair the other day that came to me. She works a really high profile corporate job and she asked me to sort of uh, revamp her makeup bag. And when she came in, she's like, I'm done with the amateurs. I only want to see experts now because mm -hmm. I'm investing real money, my real time. I want a real result and I want to just go straight to the best. And I was obviously so honored she considered that of me, but that 
it's true. I only want to see a trainer who has an incredible body that I admire. For sure. I only want to talk to a nutritionist who's a real person that had a transformation themselves. Mm. And so it's the same when it comes to the skin. Talk to somebody that you really feel their passion and their education and that you can walk away saying, I learned something. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, I was sold something. A hundred percent. So, so important. Okay. So while we're on the topic of still like Mm anti-aging, favorite eye creams. Yes. So I want to say this as a little piece of knowledge as well. The eyes and the lips do not produce their own moisture. So that's why they're the first to show age. That's why they're the first to dry out. That's why, right? And also the neck as well. That's why I'm like the biggest proponent of. I was going to ask you that. So yeah, we'll get into that as well. Yeah. Um, So when it comes to the eyes, it does depend on the sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So my favorite eye cream is actually an eye serum by Mm -hmm. Dr. Sabah. It's called the Supreme Eye Serum. The reason I love it is because serums can hold more active ingredients than creams can. So this has a 90% active ingredient base. It's got tons of resveratrol, which thickens the skin. It has vitamin C, vitamin E, hyaluronic acid, collagen. It's incredibly stimulating. My jaw is on the Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, And the cap is a roller ball. So it actually penetrates and helps to promote circulation and allows the product to go deep into the skin. However, that can be really strong for some people that are on the more sensitive side. So for those that are on the more sensitive side, I actually love the Dr. Dennis Gross um, Do-It-All Eye Gel, which Mm -hmm. is a hyaluronic acid-based, which is all water, moisturizer. It's very lightweight. That's what I personally have been using for the last couple of months. You can literally go down to the lashes all over the eye area. Some people put it in between the brows. And it's all about hydration and plumping the skin because, like I said, the eyes don't produce moisture. So the first thing they lose is that hydration, that juiciness. So when you put hyaluronic acid, it plumps right up. Okay, so two things. Can you, like, should you layer, um, like, a cream on top of the eye serum if you decide to use it? If you are on the more dehydrated side, yes. A lot of people do come to me with very dehydrated eyes. So, yes, you would ultimately layer. But for those that it's too over, like, it's just too much and it's too much work, the eye serum is the priority. Got it. Also, people sometimes like the feeling of moisturizer almost like as a form of security. They mm. feel like I'm plumped, I'm hydrated. So yes, absolutely you can layer, but you don't have to. And do you use eye cream both at night and in the morning as yes. well? Okay. Yes. So I've been, like, sometimes I've neg- I'm like negligent in the morning, so sure. I know I have to be, like, a little more on it. Well, you just want to remember, I always tell people, the eyes are like parchment paper. Mm. So the moment they start to age, it's such a fine skin. And I'm sure you've seen, obviously, there are options with Botox and filler around the eyes, but because that area is so thin, you're going to see it. So you do want to be really careful if you do get those things done around the eyes because it's a telltale, right? So that's why you want to start wearing the eye cream. And the Dr. Gross, I'm sure you use it, would be good for you because of the lash extensions. It's oil-free. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, I'm I'm obsessed with this product. Like, I mean... Next level. For no, lip I care. Exactly. <laughs> Using a Dr. Gross exactly. lip care thing right now. Okay, so um, neck cream, since you mention it. Yes. I know, like, I'm a big fan of neck cream as well. I feel yes. like it's, like, one of the first places that wrinkly, like, even yes. if your face looks young. So Yes, well, yes. They always say the neck really reveals your yeah. age. Yeah, so get into that and hands as well as yes, possible. So both of those. So yeah. like I said, the eyes, lips, and neck don't produce moisture. Yeah. So they're the first to dry out. They're the first to show age. I actually have always had exposure to neck creams. Never really resonated with me. And when I also met Dr. Gross, he was talking very casually about his neck cream. And I was like, 
wait, what did I just hear? <laughs> so his neck cream that is under $100 has this ingredient in it called Kybella. Kybella is this crazy powerful protein that people pay thousands of dollars for at doctor's offices to get injected into the neck because what it does is it freezes the fat and it forces collagen to stand up straight. So this neck serum by Dr. Gross has Kybella, Ferulic, and Retinol. So the, basically the three work together to tighten up the collagen, improve the skin, protect the skin, and hydrate the skin. It's so lightweight. It doesn't leave an oily finish. I can put a turtleneck on right after. Sometimes I put makeup on there. It's transformative. I've started telling all my friends about it. I tell people of all ages about it because especially with the neck, let's get right to the point. Let's put that pure Kybella protein on it and get it going ASAP because I'm sure it's it's experienced a lot of dehydration already. Totally. Um, and with the hands, the biggest priority is vitamin C on the top of them because you're always going to have a bit of sun damage exposure because you're obviously you're not wearing gloves all year round unless you're skinny confidential and literally wear gloves when you drive. Um, <laughs> But you always want to make sure you're protecting those freckles with vitamin C, um, sunscreen if you can. But what I always tell people is after you finish your regimen, just rub it all into your hands. But yes, you're absolutely right to keep that in mind. Such a, such a good tip yeah. because, yeah, it's so true. Like, I mean, you age so quick there. Yeah. Okay, so um, travel skincare. Yes. Um, you are obviously a pro, and I watch your Instagram stories compulsively when you travel. Mm. So your tips for healthy skin you know, while traveling, airplanes, all that kind of stuff. Yes. So basically when it comes to travel, you want to remember that your skin is still your skin. So it's not just because you're going somewhere hot and some people are like, when I'm in the sun, my skin's so much better. It's still your skin. So you still want to take care of it. Just like you're still trying to eat well or drink water. What I've recently started doing, and this also comes from me finally feeling confident and really I don't care, but I don't wear makeup anymore when I get onto a plane. What I try to do is the moment I get onto the plane is apply my skincare and then so I can reapply it throughout the flight and not feel like, oh, I'm already wearing makeup. So I always try to pack a clear bag in my purse that has mini sizes of everything. We sell a lot of travel size products and we also give a ton of samples whenever people order or purchase things in store. And it's always good to save those things for travel. So I usually bring with me a mini vitamin C, a mini hyaluronic, a couple moisturizer sachets, and then I bring a jade roller or a gua sha. The tools are basically going to help me stimulate my collagen, my um, blood circulation, and also help my skin sort of stay taut as opposed to getting very dull and dry. Mm -hmm. And then I usually um, will mist my skin a couple times throughout a flight with either we make a GBD hydration mist or the Caudalie spray, something that's really lightweight. And then if I'm feeling really tired or puffy or it's a long flight, I'll put eye patches on. Or if I'm feeling really lavish, I'll put a face mask on. Um, but the key is to sort of keep your hands on your skin, clean hands on your skin throughout the flight so that you're keeping it stimulated and hydrated, drinking a ton of water. Um, and then when I land that night, I'll try to do something exfoliating to kill the bacteria from the flight because that's all recycled air. Um, so I'll do either a clay mask or a peel pad or a physical scrub and then continue as normal. Love it. Mm -hmm. um, so you mentioned jade roller or gua sha. Yes. So explain the difference, what they do, all yes. that kind of stuff. So basically both the gua sha and the jade are jade tools. Jade rollers are jade. They're made of stone. And basically what they do is they help to promote circulation in the skin. So the jade roller is more calming where the gua sha is more um, 
anti-inflammatory. So when it comes to the jade roller, I generally recommend that for someone that has a lot of redness in the skin or irritation or a lot of puffiness around the eyes because once you put that in the fridge and then roll it on the skin, it's very soothing. Mm. I almost compare it to like raking the sand. It's just a very relaxing practice on the skin. I personally prefer the gua sha because what that's doing is it's reducing and pulling and moving the inflammation in the skin. So I do struggle sometimes with puffiness if I've indulged in a salty meal or sometimes just around the eyes when I'm tired. And the gua sha will actually push and help to create an, um, a flow of getting rid of that inflammation and that water retention in the skin. You can also lay the gua sha flat under the eyes and just get that cool stone against the skin, which is very calming. Um, and I also find it really sculpts the face. It helps with the jawline. It helps with cheekbones. You can go right under the brow. Where the, where the jade rollers is doing a similar thing, just on a more gentle scale. Okay. Whatever it is, the more you do anything, the better the result. So 100%. if you love your jade roller, use it more. If you love your gua sha, use it more. Amazing. And while we're on the topic, obviously this is all lymphatic drainage. Yes. So for people that don't know, what is lymphatic drainage? And aside from jade rolling and gua sha, mm -hmm. what are your favorite tools for um, lymphatic drainage? Yeah. So I've actually recently started becoming obsessed with lymphatic drainage for my body. I personally hold Ooh, a lot of water. Okay. So basically we all, for, you know, very light skimming of the surface, we have these lymph nodes in our body that basically retain a lot of water or the, the toxins in the skin. So the goal is to drain those lymph nodes so that you're getting rid of the toxins in the skin and the excess water. We have lymph nodes in our face, in our neck, we have them in our body, like around the kneecaps, um, around the groin, in the arms, and when you do facial stimulation, facial massage, it helps to drain that. So that's what's really great about the gua sha. Alternative to the gua sha, I do love cupping. Um, they sell these little facial cups on Amazon and you basically like absorb the skin and then you can flush out the toxins in the skin and then bring it all the way down to the neck and out. I'm not sure yeah. if that made sense, but there are tons of videos on it on Instagram. Hannah Bronfman uses them a lot. I I personally use those a lot on myself as well. Um, and also any type of physical stimulation, massaging your products into your skin, not only activates your serums, but it also stimulates the, the circulation in the skin. For the body, deep tissue massage is really going to help flush all of those toxins out Dry brushing is incredible to help create the circulation and the blood flow. And even like I started doing this, lying flat on, on the ground and then putting my legs up against the wall, it helps drain all that extra water, especially when you travel. Things get really tight. Like for me, my ankles get tight. Yes. My calves. Um, I know a lot of girls that are on the birth control pill, it makes because it helps, it can sometimes help create water retention, can mm -hmm. hold water. Mm -hmm. um, and so you want to be mindful to be flushing that water as much as you can. So for the face, I would say facial massage, the cupping. We do also sell this really cool gold bar that's a vibrating, stimulating bar. I saw on your stories. Yeah. That's a little more anti-aging because it really helps with the muscle production, but everything helps. The gua sha, I personally think, helps the most. Mm. Um, but usually in a facial, there'll be some type of stimulating massage with the hands that will create that flush. I love it. And I think that it's, I mean... If you are going for facials, that's awesome, but you shouldn't use that as an excuse to like not do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I think even if you're not going for your facials, like do it at home yeah. by, on your own. Like, Absolutely. it's just like so easy. Like if you can't afford like a gua sha tool or whatever it is, like use your hands. Exactly. So, so easy and exactly. so good. Um, okay. So three products that everyone needs to keep their skin healthy in the winter. Yes. 
First and foremost, I would say a hydrating mist of some kind. So like I was saying before, especially in the winter, we just naturally get dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And so your goal is to give your skin as much lightweight moisture more often. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people associate winter with thick, heavy creams, thick hydrating masks. Well, those are all beautiful and may feel really good. It's almost like Vaseline. It's never going to actually go into the skin. So your goal is to hydrate more frequently with lighter products. So having a hydration spray in your purse, in the car, in the washroom, everywhere that you're sort of touching your skin or looking at your skin, every time you just do a little bit of a mist, it really sends a signal to the skin to calm down, absorb the oil, absorb the moisture, and gives a beautiful glow. That's a must. Hand cream is huge. I know that we're talking about the face, but the hands get so dry. So a really good hand cream you could probably use on your neck. You could probably put a little bit on your lips. I personally love the Dr. Sabat. It's called the High Maintenance Hand Cream. It's not sticky whatsoever. I keep one in my glove compartment in my car, and I have one in my purse, and I'm constantly reapplying. Um, and vitamin C. That's really going to be your commitment to your skin all year round because it's going to keep collagen and the youth in your skin and prevent and people forget that just because it's the winter the sun is still shining so even off the snow there's a crazy glare from the sun and so you want to make sure you're always protecting your skin from those uv damage wearing spf but most importantly sp uh vitamin c Love it. Um, for mist, I know you mentioned G Beauty has one. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's the one, obviously. It's called the Hydra Mist. Yeah. It has three layers of hyaluronic acid in it, wow. so it works layer by layer into the skin. It doesn't have a smell. We used to retail Caudalie, which I do also love as an alternative, but it is a higher price point even mm -hmm. for the mini size. Our Hydra Mist, I believe, is about 50 milliliters. It's $40. It, lasts, it will last you the whole winter. Really good for you to take while you travel, and it will also hold as a, sets as a makeup spray. You can use it when you're doing like a little facial on your skin, but it's really about the consistency. Yeah. After you work out, I'm sure you get really hot in the face. Best thing to do is spray right away to calm the skin. That way you won't be irritated. You won't break out. It will actually maintain the balance in your skin. Okay. What an incredible tip. Mm -hmm. I'm starting this like today after yeah. my spin class. Yeah. Like that exactly. is exactly just spray it like crazy until it calms down. And in the long run, you'll see what a difference it makes. Oh, yeah. I, I like, I love mists and I'm like constantly misting my face, but yes. I never thought to do it after a workout. And like, you're right. You're especially after like a crazy cardio session, like your face is red hot. and so like hot. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing that. Love it. <laughs> okay. So, um, Last product-related question, could you recommend two to three skincare favorites in the under $50 range? Absolutely. So let me think of, of things that I absolutely love. Um, I would probably say a good SPF. The SkinCeuticals SPF, I believe, is about $45. But when it comes to sunscreen, most people hate sunscreen because they're so thick and smelly and white. Uh, like they leave a white film on the skin. Mm. The SkinCeuticals SPF 50, it's called the Fusion. It's actually a universal tint. So it works on every skin tone and it's like water. Yeah. That would be my numero uno. Um, I also obviously love the Dr. Dennis Gross products. He makes a moisture cushion cream. It's called the moisture cushion cream. Mm -hmm. um, it's oil free. I believe that is under $50 or maybe exactly $50. And that's incredible because it will hydrate the skin, but not uh, leave anything heavy on top of the skin. It will not make you break out whatsoever. Um, and then I would probably say last but not least would be, are we talking just skincare or makeup too? 
You can do both. Okay, because I can't live without the G Beauty Prime Skin. I know, neither can I. And it's so great. It's $56, so it's pretty close, but it's such an incredible product. It gives you the most incredible glow. It has light coverage. You'll want to take it with you, like you said, everywhere, and it comes in five shades. It's our best-selling product. I'm obsessed with it, and it really gives – it enhances everything you're doing skincare-wise on your skin. Um, I do also love a lot of Dermalogica products that are under $50. There's lots of products within brands that are a very reasonable price point. It just depends, obviously, on what the product is. Mm. Um, but I actually – all of our makeup is moderate under the $50 range, like, so well, even even the prime skin, like it's it's a big bottle. Like yes, it'll yeah. last, it you, lasts like, you like at least four yeah, or five it's months. It's one hundred percent like exactly like it's very like it's good value. Let me tell you, and it <laughs> looks like super natural, guys. Like I hate heavy products on my skin, and this is like absolutely one of my favorite things ever. Like so so good. And the goal is to enhance your natural beauty. You yeah, know? I think it's kind of challenging in the beauty space, especially like in the world of YouTube. You have girls on YouTube that are doing you know, these long tutorials, layering mm. tons of makeup, and the result is incredible, but it's like a t complete transformation. And while we respect what everybody wants to do with their beauty is so your prerogative, but we really want to increase, you you know, enhance your natural beauty and yes. really let you see it and let your skin glow and speak for itself. And it obviously starts with the right foundation with good skincare, but having really soft and lifestyle driven makeup it's inspired by your say, own skin yeah That's, absolutely and like I, I get that from G Beauty like I feel like it is so so like tailored to like uh, like so that it meshes into your lifestyle like exactly. it's not something like oh like I have to spend like you know 10 minutes doing a full look you exactly. know like I just put on if a little bit of two minutes skin. exactly yeah you it's can, you so can so great and feel really glowy so so great okay last question mm. um since the last time we talked I asked you about your morning routine yes. this time I wanted to chat about your nighttime routine and like how you wind down yes so skincare aside I recently have created my own little nighttime ritual. Yes. I'm obsessed with my salt lamp. I don't know if you have one. No, but, but I've heard about I'm obsessed it. With it. Someone <laughs> gave it to me as a gift and I was like, whatever. I love it. It basically, what it does is it purifies all the toxins in the air, like from your phone and your computer and all of that. So when I know that it's time to go to bed, I turn my salt lamp on and right away I'm like, okay, it's nighttime. It's time to relax. I've recently started lighting a candle, which my friend recommended to me, and it's the nicest. It also just sets the tone, calms me right down. And then I really have started to, because I've obviously been using skincare forever, I've really started to change my perspective and think about my nighttime routine as an investment in myself. It's really not a chore. It's an incredible privilege, and it's a sense, it, shows, um, it shows that you're showing up for yourself, but it's really a sense of self-respect, that you want to work on yourself, and you want your skin to represent you know, whatever it is about you that you want to express to the world, your glow, your, you know, your commitment to yourself. So with that shift, I actually think it's made all of my products work that much better. It's really a mind over matter. Um, so that's more on the ritualistic mm -hmm. side. For the practical, I am obsessed with the Sunday Riley Ceramic Slip Cleanser, which is a clay-based cleanser for me, really good for my pores and my blackheads. After I cleanse, a couple times a week, I'll do the Dr. Dennis Gross peel pads at night that will basically allow my skin to regenerate overnight. If I'm not using those, I'll use the Sunday Riley Good Jeans, which is a pure lactic acid, which I use more frequently, and that really works on shrinking the pores. Then I will layer with the hyaluronic acid, like the Dr. Barbara Stern. I'll put on eye cream like the Dr. Gross Do-It-All Eye Gel or the Dr. Sabah Supreme Eye Serum. 
I'll put on my Dr. Gross neck emulsion cream. I'm obsessed with Grande Lash, which is a lash syrup to mm -hmm. make your lashes grow. Um, and then I wear the SkinCeuticals Antioxidant Lip Repair, which is actually a lip uh, treatment versus a lip balm. And you put it around the mouth to prevent fine lines and then on the lips. And it actually, it feels like skincare because it goes so much deeper. And then I can put a lip balm on top. Um, a couple times a week, I'll do a clay mask like the SkinCeuticals clay mask. And then usually every other time I shower, I use a physical scrub. I love the Barbersturm Enzyme Powder, which is a powder you mix with water, or I like something more traditional SkinCeuticals makes. It's called the Microexfoliating Scrub, which has the fine beads in it. Mm -hmm. I generally don't get too creative at nighttime because I know my skin at this point. While I respect and I love Tata Harper or I love Goop, those products are just a little too emollient for me. Mm -hmm. But basically your goal at night is to really cleanse the skin. You also, when it comes to cleansing, you do want to remove your makeup before washing your face. We always think our cleansers can do both, but they really can't. Um, we actually just yesterday launched the GPD cleansing wipe. It's called Clean Sweep. I brought you a couple to try. Um, they're really beautiful. They're vegan and paraben-free. Either that or we make a brightening water. I know those cellular waters are really popular right now, but anything to take off that first layer. When it comes to cleanser, using something that's got a nice gel to it, that's going to really help to purify and cleanse the skin. Then you want to go into the serums, whatever it is you're looking to work on. Finish with moisturizer, eye cream, lip balm, neck, however much you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and masking at night is amazing because it also just allows your skin to regenerate and uh, exfoliate itself. I also feel like masking is just such a nice ritualistic thing to do at night. It just like, it just makes you calm. Yeah, exactly. I, like I love doing that. And it's that. the same thing. It's like a moment for you. You can either do it in the bath. Sometimes I put a mask on when I'm cleaning up my house. And yes. You can sort of do everything. <laughs> yes. And then when I'm lazy, I just sleep with it and I go to bed and in the morning my skin feels so refreshed. Love it. Okay, so I think that that is basically everything that I wanted to ask, and this was awesome. Thank awesome. you so much, Steph. I had the best time chatting with Thank you. Thank you for everything. I loved it. <laughs>